Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Everybody just found my other readers I was looking for. Oh gosh. Did I just say, oh gosh, college you all think I really did. That was just fun. Alright. Welcome to Wednesday, everybody. For the next day, I can't believe it's June 19th. Another month and my brother's going to be a year older. June 19th. Can't even believe it. It's Christmas time. My bells are across the way, so... I won't bother you with the bells right now, but welcome to Weed Day, everyone. We really appreciate you tuning in each and every week for over seven years now. It's just a long, long time. We've been talking about weed since forever. Thankfully, we can. And thankfully, more, 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 more states are legalizing, and you all are asking for your, your cannabis. Uh, so yeah, keep asking for it. We got a lot of fun things to do today. We read a bunch of good, fun uh, news articles and information for the day. My dog bone right there and keep track of it. Yeah, that's a cool <laughs> All right, how's everybody doing? Let's give a little shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, right there at Broadway and Swan on the southeast side, we've got a couple new uh, LED open signs. Yeah, it's very magical. So they they flash, they do all sorts of fun things to let you know that we're there and we're ready for you to come in and get certified for just two forty nine. Includes the state fee of one hundred and fifty dollars, and it includes the doctor and processing and all that other good stuff. Come on down, tumbleweed. Check out tumbleweedselfcenter.com. Check out the certification section. Um, and before you hit the, well, if you go to the homepage here, let's just go to the homepage first. And before you hit the contact us and ask a question like, how much is it? Or what's your address? Exactly. Please around the website. There's all sorts of great information. Um, so just, save some time and take a look around. Um, the mobile website is a little bit different than 
your laptop, and I'm assuming the iPad one is too. So I'm trying to configure all this stuff to make it all look right on uh, each of the devices because it's hard. It's um, I don't know why, but it changes a little bit from device to device. So I'm working on that. Give me a little bit of time, folks. But if you go to the certification section, you can book an appointment right there. It takes you right to our online booking. Um, what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card? PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, just the agitation. In addition, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can come from any part of the planet to get certified as long as you have current medical records. And even if you don't, we can offer an evaluation. It does cost $50 extra, and it does add an additional day to the process. We don't do a wham-bam, since the ma'am on one day kind of a thing. I know. We do make you come back and see the doctor. Just establish your records, your doctor. And then uh, get, your, get your card. Speaking of cards, uh, Arizona marijuana cards are valid for two years starting August 27, 2019. Let's read into that a little bit. And I, I think it's bogus that they just don't start it now. I don't know why the August 27th date. Last week, Governor Doug Ducey signed SB 1494 into law, which makes Arizona medical marijuana cards valid for two years instead of one. Today, I wonder if they're going to raise the state to $300, though. <laughs> Today, the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS, posted a notice on its website stating that beginning August 27, 2019, Arizona medical marijuana cards will be valid, uh, will start being issued uh, for two years. The ADH website says, Senate Bill 1494 goes into effect August 27, 2019. As a result of this bill, applicants who submit an initial or renewal application for a qualifying patient, designated caregiver, or nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary agent on or after August 27, 2019, that is approved by the department, will be issued a license that is valid for two years. Renewals for nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary licenses submitted on or after August 27, 2019, if approved by the department, will also be valid for two years. If you currently have a license, it will still expire on the expiration date printed on the card or license. If you submit an application before August 27, 2019, you will be issued a license that is valid for one year. Yeah, I think that's lame. Um, they should 
they should start it right now. In fact, we've had patients that just say, well, I'm just going to wait <laughs> two months and uh, just do it then. But be careful if you're going to do that because if you're using cannabis and you get caught and you don't have a card and you just say, well, ops are, you know, uh, cards are valid for two years after August 27th. I don't think the officer's going to care. All right, let's give another shout out to the Growers House at 3635 East 34th Street. I'm going to say pick that on purpose. That's a fun one. Um, get on down there or just go to growershouse.com. They've got all sorts of good specials going on. Uh, they've got lighting systems. They've got dirt if you want some dirt. They've got stuff to set up your hydro system. You can grow strawberries. You can grow tomatoes. You can grow some weed. You can grow, you can put your weed in it. You can grow whatever you want. Um, also, if you want to just go nowhere and get some great um, information, check out Canna Health, an online digital magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yeah, they're awesome, and they've got some really great um, articles in their magazines, um, everything from CBD to uh, they've got this giant, delicious-looking brownie. Uh, whew, munchy madness. That one says. I'm sure there's an incredible um, you know, recipe in there that you can get. Sorry, I'm just looking at this going. Oh my God! There's an article on how to buy CBD oil, CBD in your pet cell. Um, color of cannabis in Chicago. So that, you know they do uh, world stuff too. So check them out. Can help online digital magazine. They are. Awesome. All right. Let's see what else is going on around town in Arizona. IA. Uh, we started our hemp program. <laughs> Arizona farmers will soon be planting hemp as it is by as its byproduct. CBD is exploding in popularity, with some supporters saying it could overtake cotton, a traditional crop in the state, because there's more money in cannabis. Farmers can see a big profit boost over standard Arizona crops like cotton or alfalfa, netting six hundred dollars. Per acre compared with $100 for standard crops like cotton, said Randy Pullen of Arizona Hemp Industries Association. And they've got a picture here of a little hemp crop, crop growing out in the middle of nowhere. It's awesome. Farmers, <coughs> uh, economically, it's much more profitable to plant and harvest hemp than it is to plant and harvest cotton or alfalfa, Pullen said in an interview. Ryan McGrew runs the Arizona Hemp Program and said they are now reviewing applications and expect to begin issuing licenses this week. Seeds could be in the ground by mid-June. About 200 applications, mainly for growers and processors, had been filed after the official window opened on Friday. McGrew said Wednesday that 35 of those are complete, including the fingerprint clearance card, and the number is rising daily. The cannabis targeted for Arizona isn't the same variety as used to make hemp rope, but instead is a strain optimized to produce the most flowers and seeds 
to process into CBD oils and powders. After the flowers and their seeds are removed and processed, the remaining fibers can be used for animal feed as a concrete strengthener or as insulation, among other uses, Colin said. Farmers and others involved with hemp, uh, hemp, including those who harvest, transport, and process it, must hold state licenses issued by Arizona Department of Agriculture and get fingerprint clearance cards. Licenses start at $150 for harvesters and transporters and go up to $1,500 for a grower and $3,000 for a processor. Fees per acre or per ton of processed material plus testing fees are added on and licenses can be renewed annually. Wow, that's a huge, huge difference in price. That means we're not going to have any more cotton or alfalfa? I mean, come on. Do you some alfalfa around here? All right. Okay, so let's see what else is going on. Um, I love, I want to give some shout outs to, where is it? Uh, cannabis business time. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, and MG for the cannabis professional. Thank you both so much for always sending, um, a fresh copy of your magazine to us. We really, really, really appreciate it. And I keep saying someday we just need to get you kids on the air so that we can have a good conversation and chat about weed for a while. Next Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we'll have we'll have somebody on <laughs> next Wednesday, and uh, we'll talk about the initiative. So it gives you a whole nother week to read it. Um, not sure if I'll read any more today. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, we've got some numbers here. I like these by the numbers um, in these. This is from Cannabis Business Time. And then I love when I I don't really like to go grocery shopping, but my favorite part is going up to the checkout and looking for my marijuana uh, magazine. <laughs> so we'll check a little bit of that out too. All right. Revenues and profits moderated but optimistic growth. While the national landscape has changed drastically since 2012 when Washington State and Colorado first legalized adult use cannabis, at least one thing hasn't changed. The industry is very much still amidst a significant boom with no signs of slowing. Average revenue grew between 2018 and 2019 and exploding by 189% from 1.2 million to 3.7 million, according to this year's research. Companies appear to be climbing the revenue ladder. Uh, as evidenced by the increasing number of respondents who reported revenue greater than $1 million. 32% of respondents in 2019 versus 20, oh, 32% versus 24% in 2016, the first year of this report. Participants who reported company revenue of more than $5 million also are on the rise, growing from 6% in 2016 to 14% in 2019. While average revenue exploded, the median reported revenue, the number <clears throat> where half of respondents reported a higher company revenue and half reported a lower, only shifted by 23,000 between 2018 and 2019, 250,000 and 273,000 respectively, indicating that the bulk of the growth is going to a smaller number of companies relative to the overall research goal. This is cemented by the drop in the number of research participants uh, who reported company revenue growth in 
32% of participants reported increases in their top line. In 2019, that figure slipped to 22%. Slightly more cultivators also reported a decrease in revenue this year as well, with 11% of participants indicating their operations revenue decreased 3% uh, percentage points above 2018. That's 8%. That's a whole lot of money going around, folks. And if you want to get in the industry, get in the industry. There are so many ways to get in, um, but be professional. That's seriously, it's what I have to say. You know, you get a lot of people that come to tumbleweeds and, you know, they say, oh, I want to get in the industry. And, um, okay. And then they get in the industry and I think they think they're going to be sitting around smoking weed all day. And make some good money and um, make some good connections there. You know, it's like any other job, you really have to work. <laughs> and, uh, and hang out and watch, you know, movies and smoke weed all day because that's not really how it's going to go. All right, so this is, we're, we're reading from the 2019 State of the Industry Report Examining the Cannabis Cultivation Market. And this is from Cannabis Business Times, June 2019. All right. Now, reminder again that um, your Arizona cards aren't going to be valid for two years until August 27th. So if you want, you can wait. If you don't want, don't wait. I think we've only had one person say I'm waiting. Most people, you know, they'll go get it. They'll get it anyway. All right. Revenue and profits. The average revenue among participants' cultivation operations in the most recently completed fiscal year, the average re uh, revenue reported has nearly tripled between the 2018 and the 2019 studies. In 2018, they were looking at 1.29 million. In 2019, you're looking at 3.73 million dollars. Who doesn't want to get on that train? The details. What was your operations revenue from its cannabis cultivation operations in most recent completed fiscal years? So let's see. We've got answers of $5 million or more. Uh, it went from 6% in 2016 to 14% in 2019. And with 2 to 5, 2 to 4.9 million, it went from 10%. It went down. Some went down to 7% in 2019. Ooh. Uh, 1 million to 2 to 1.9 million. It went up 8% to 11%. You know what that group did to get their stuff to go down. <laughs> oh, same thing happened to the It went from 17 to 14. Um, less than 25,000. They didn't report to 16. And 17 was 19%. 18 was 21 percent, and 2019 was 18 percent. So they they're they're still close, but dropping three percent is not really good. And no answer. 16 percent in 2016 and seven percent in 2019. But they just decided not to answer. All right. Very interesting information coming out of this little uh, magazine here. All right. Let's take a little look at some brief history of marijuana as medicine, okay? And this is just for those folks out there who maybe are tuning in new 
and haven't heard much about this or don't know much about it. There are a lot of there are a lot of people coming out of the cannabis closet. There really, really are. Um, more and more and more, you know, when I tell people what I do, uh, what we do, there's no, it's not a oh my god, <laughs> it's going to hell. <laughs> All right, in 10,000 BC, folks, uh, cannabis growth in the area that is now Mongolia. 2,700 years ago, a shaman was buried in China's Yangtze tombs along with nearly two pounds of cannabis that appears to have been cultivated for medicinal purposes. Huh. I, I wouldn't mind two pounds to go to rest with me in the grave. <laughs> All right. 18, okay, 1842, William O'Shaughnessy's clinical trials of cannabis find that it's an effective muscle relaxant and anticonvulsive. The Irish physician also notes side effects like perpetual giggling and ravenous appetite. <laughs> perpetual giggling. That's pretty good. Yeah, he doesn't like perpetual giggling. Uh, 1840s to 1930, cannabis is widely prescribed in 1860s. The Ohio State Medical Society conducts the first U.S. government survey of the cannabis medical literature, reporting that the plant is helpful for pain, bronchitis, venereal disease, and postpartum depression. In 1915, Sir William Oster, often called the father of modern medicine, dubs cannabis, <clears throat> quote, the most satisfactory remedy for migraines, quote. Oh, and we'll clap for that because... It's the darn truth. Even just CBD can help with your uh, with your migraines if you um, want to come down. You don't have your card yet. You're waiting for it, or you don't even want to get it. Come down to Summer Week Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. All right. <clears throat> 1930. The U.S. government begins regulating cannabis. Reefer Madness premieres, and the Federal, Federal Bureau of Narcotics says, Marijuana is associated with psychosis and crime. Mm. Wow. So there it happens, folks. That's when it happened. In 1930, not really a good thing. 1964, Israel doctor, uh, doctors isolate and synthesize THC, marijuana's main psychoactive ingredient, tetrahydrocannabinol. 1970, Richard Nixon's attorney general, John Mitchell, temporarily Categorize, oh, categorizes marijuana as a Schedule One drug temporarily, and it's still there, pending further presidential review. It remains in this category, meant for dangerous narcotics like heroin. Hello, yeah. Uh, 1975, the New England Journal of Medicine reports that THC successfully reduced chemotherapy-related nausea and vomiting in cancer patients for whom standard antiemetics were ineffective. 1975, they knew how much it helped with cancer patients. Come on, people. 1976, Robert Randall becomes the first legal ma- uh, medical marijuana smoker since 1937 after suing the government for access to cannabis to treat his glaucoma. Excellent. Uh, 1985, the FDA approves uh, Dronabinol. 1985, a synthetic THC-based pharmaceutical as an anti-nausea drug for cancer patients. The U.S. drug or the U.S. government had funded most of Solvay Pharmaceuticals' research on it. The man-made single molecule 
uh, drug causes side effects and doesn't work as well as cannabis, cannabis, which contains 400 compounds. So 1985, the FDA approved Renabinol. This has been a long, fast road. <laughs> 1992, five years of research results in the discovery of the endocannabinoid system. Cannabinoid receptors as well as the body's internal cannabinoids that attach to the same receptors as THC. The system is dubbed anandamide, the Sanskrit word for bliss. Nineteen ninety-six, so California approves Prop two fifteen, making it the first state to legalize cannabis for medical purposes. Nineteen ninety-six. Do you know how long that how long people have had medical cards in our country? Uh two thousand. Oh, oh, uh, back up. Nineteen ninety-seven. The New England Journal of Medicine publishes an editorial calling for a change in marijuana's federal status from Schedule One to Schedule Two. The government ignored it. 2000, the University of California, San Diego, establishes the Center for Medical Cannabis Research, which initiates the first therapeutic studies using smoked cannabis in more than 20 years. So see, almost 20 years later, we need to get up, we need to get over there to the university and check out the Center for Medical Cannabis Research now, see what they found in the last 20 years. 2003, the U.S. government receives a patent for the therapeutic, therapeutic use of cannabinoids as antioxidants and neuroprotectants. What? Yeah, the U.S. government receives a patent for the therapeutic use of cannabinoids. 2003, folks, they're already putting their foot in the door here and still telling you while they're trying to get in the door, they're yelling over their back shoulder, it's bad for you. <laughs> Don't do this, medicine. <laughs> 2018, then the Barack Obama era policy barring federal law enforcement officials from interfering with marijuana sales in, in states that haven't legalized the drug. Undeterred that November, Missouri and Utah vote on state ballots to legalize medical marijuana, bringing the total number of states that have done so to 33. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent and most excellent. Yeah, it's been a long road, and when we first started, you know, we barely even could say <laughs> marijuana. And now we're all over it. All right, so here. Uh, don't mess with weed in Texas. Yeah, that's that's pretty much true. We don't want to mess with weed in Texas. <laughs> all right. Dallas, a 71-year-old woman and a 22-year-old college student were among the people recently charged with felony drug possession at the nation's fourth largest airport. Look <laughs> at those giant bulls staring at you. <laughs> uh, both individuals were arrested in April after Customs and Border Protection officers found CBD oil in their luggage at DFW International Airport, according to the local NBC News affiliate. Officials said on-the-spot test indicates uh, indicated the presence of THC in the product. What? Customs officers arrested a third person after a drug-sniffing dog alerted on the individual's backpack. Inside, officers found a CBD vaporizer, the traveler said. He purchased at a shop in Dallas. A field test of the cartridge indicated the presence of THC. 
The federal <clears throat> 2018 Farm Bill legalized hemp and hemp derivatives with THC levels at or below 0.3%. However, the field testing equipment law enforcement officers currently use is not capable of accurately determining THC levels. What? So why use it? So then, okay, anyway. Seven states, including Texas, still ban CBD pending legislative action. In April, the Texas House passed a hemp bill that would legalize CBD in accordance with federal law. The bill awaits action in the state Senate. All right. Well, don't mess with Texas. I mean, that's all he's been saying anyway. <laughs> Retail investors bullish on cannabis. New York. A survey conducted by 50-year-old corporate communications firm KCSA Strategic Communications discovered retail investors are high on the cannabis industry, with 50% pulling money from other sectors to participate in the space. <laughs> the inaugural cannabis investors survey also found um, 40% of investors own stock in 10 or more cannabis entities. Cannabis has graduated from being viewed as a high-risk, exotic, or fringe investment to a mainstream staple of retail investors' portfolios, said KCSA managing partner Todd Gromer. Investors are betting big on the industry, according to KCSA. 80% of the ones surveyed indicated they plan to hold on to their investments for between 1 and 10 years. 40% said more than one quarter of their portfolios comprise cannabis stocks. Perhaps more significant for companies seeking funds, 84% of retail investors surveyed said they're not concerned about weed's uh, federal status. Most evenly split their funds between uh, most evenly split their funds between entities that touch the plant and ancillary services. The survey conducted in March collected uh, data from more than 250 retail investors with money um, currently in the space. <laughs> The space. You know what else is currently in the space? I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed 
money got twenty dollars in my pocket. All my hunting, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Money got twenty dollars in my pocket. All my hunting, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. What you know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. All right, welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're just tuning in, we are a live cannabis radio show. We're just uh, sitting around. I don't even know what I'm smoking today. <laughs> mystery. pretty, though. A little bit pink. All right. Thanks for tuning in. And a shout-out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. Come down and get some CBD products. We've got some amazing, amazing products. And let's see here. If you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and click on the certification section, you can actually book your appointment right there. There's a big block that says book appointment. If you click it, it'll take you to our calendar. Uh, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, in addition, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card. If you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease, medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. 
Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com, or you can just go to the website, and there's all sorts of ways to get in contact with us there. All right. So let's see. We're going to keep reading a little bit of news. We're reading from MG Magazine for the Cannabis Professional. All right. New products. Um, Sugar-free gummies. Cushy Punch. Cushy's first of its kind sugar-free gummy is infused with natural uh, lychee flavor and 10 milligrams THC from a full spectrum oil per dose, 100 milligrams per pack with a low glycemic index and only 2.5 calories per dose. The treats offer a sweet option for dieters and diabetics. There you go. Yeah. I need some notion of things in there for people. Gene Simmons Rocks Infused Drink. Bonafide marketing monster and kiss legend. Gene Simmons partnered with Canadian cannabis conglomerate Invictus to produce CBD infused money bag sodas. The beverages are available nationwide. I wonder if they're going to have that scary picture of him from his uh, rock days. <laughs> Actually, that's really awesome. They should. USDA opens PVPO program to hemp growers. Washington, D.C., the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Plant Variety Protection Office in late April began accepting applications to protect varieties of seed-grown hemp as intellectual property. Certificates granted under the program function much like patents, granting certificates a certificate owners a 20-year right to exclude others from marketing and selling their varieties, as well as to manage subject varieties use in breeding programs. The department also updated import regulations. Farmers may import hemp seed from Canada if the shipment includes Canadian government uh, documentation certifying origin and phytosanitary inspection. U.S. farmers also may import, import seed from other countries as long as the shipment includes similar government documentation. In addition to USDA clearance, hemp seed shipments also must pass U.S. Customs and Border Protection Inspections. Ooh. Yeah, that is, ooh, wow. Wow, that's interesting. Huh. Let's see. There's, <laughs> if you want to get into anything, you can get into anything, from patents to seeds to uh, not letting anyone use yours for a 20-year right to exclude others from marketing and selling their variety. of all dispensaries in Canada are located in Alberta, which contains only 12% of the country's population. That's interesting. 47% of 124 publicly traded Canadian cannabis companies had U.S. assets or interests in 2018. 90% of people over 61 cite pain as a major motivation for cannabis use. Yeah, Yeah, I'd bet that was probably... 90% 90% in uh, people under 61. 84% of cannabis investors are not concerned about the federal illegality of cannabis. Illegality. Yeah. They don't care about the feds. That's just it. All right. Canada to base excise taxes on THC content. Ottawa, Ontario. Under new Canadian law, 
an excise tax of 0.01 cents per milligram of THC will be applied to cannabis sales nationwide. According to government officials, the change in regime uh, regimen is an, is an attempt to relieve price burdens on patients who medicate with low THC CBD products. CBD products with extremely low or no detectable levels of THC will be exempt from excise tax. The new tax structures went into effect May 1st. Tax rates can have dramatic effects on the industry, as California discovered, according to Jim Marty, CPA, CBA, and Chief Executive Officer for accounting firm Bridgewest. Local municipalities may add their own taxes on top of state rates, resulting in some consumers paying sales taxes of more than 45%. Whoa. If taxes are too high, customers may decide to turn to the black market and that undermines the regulated system, Marty said. Canadian cannabis tax revenues are split between the federal government and provinces, with the feds receiving 25% and the provinces splitting the rest based on sales. All right. So much for munchies. Researchers at Michigan State University discovered not only are cannabis users less likely to be obese than abstainers, but they also gain less weight over time. There you go. If you want to lose weight, smoke weed. There it is. <laughs> Wasting away for Lutherville. Sorry, I had to sing it. That's just how it's written, so <laughs> my sincere apologies. Almost as well known for his business acumen as his music. Hot head and chief Jimmy Buffett partnered with Certera Holdings to release a Coral Reefer branded a Coral Reefer branded product line. Oh boy! Would you like weed with that? Fast food chain Carl's Jr. tested a potential new product in Denver on 420, the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight with CBD infused Santa Fe sauce. <laughs> Well, they didn't tell us how it turned out. They just said they uh, conducted a little survey there. Well, I'm sure who wouldn't love it? I mean, that was a damn good-looking burger. Woo! All right. Sheer Sheenius. Bad boy actor Charlie Sheen debuted a vape oil line under the brand name Sheenius, reportedly to clap back at strains uh, appropriating his name without permission. Whoa, Charlie Sheen. <clears throat> 420 still drives sales. Flower accounted for 54% of all sales on cannabis's traditional high holiday, according to Flow Hub. Stores that em- uh, employ its software sold 150,000 pre-rolls over the weekend. Wow. 150,000 pre-rolls over the weekend. Put your weed in it. The CBD market is expected to grow exponentially, outpacing the rest of the cannabis market combined to reach 22 billion, 22 billion folks by 2022. That is crazy. Billion. 22 billion. You all want to go to some uh, events? Here are a list of industry events taking place in June. Uh, the Hemp Fest. Sorry, I'm not going to tell you all, of, all the ones you missed. <laughs> that wouldn't be very nice. Anyway. All right, let's get to the ones we can still get to. 
Oh, right now. WeedCon West. All right. West Los Angeles, June 19th and 20th, a by-invitation-only event. What? WeedCon hosts distributors, brands, farms, and dispensary buyers to buy, sell, and network. The event includes a farmer's market, dab bar, infusion bar, health and wellness area, and more. Music, food, and VIP lounge. After party, pairing, dinner, and the 2019 WeedCon Cup Awards also are part of the mix. You can check that out at WeedCon2019.com, but you can't go. <laughs> Unless you're invited, then you have to ask us. We'll go with you. Wow, in Detroit, there's the Canicon, June 21st to the 22nd, Cobo Center in Detroit. Network with like-minded professionals and fields from cultivation and compliance to regulation, business, and legal advice. Retail insights, extraction technology, scientific and financial trends, marketing, and branding. Canacon mixes pioneers and entrepreneurs with investors and experts discussing the latest industry developments. Exhibitors introduce next-gen cannabis technology and products. Canacon.org. O-R-G. Springfield Cannabis Convention. Woohoo! June 22nd to the 23rd, Mass Mutual Center in Springfield, Massachusetts, organized by New England Cannabis Network. This combined consumer and business conference exhibition invites medical marijuana, cannabis, and hemp entrepreneurs, advocates, patients, and caregivers to learn from dozens of speakers. More than 100 exhibitors will offer demos, soil, and growing samples, and an array of smoking, vaping, storage, and accessory products for sale. N-E-C-A-N-N, C-A-N-N, so N-E-C-A-N-N dot com. That sounds like a good one. Let's get out there. Go to Massachusetts. All right, Hemp Fest Cannabis Expo in Saskatoon. Um, Prairie Lands Park, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. A, the expo welcomes consumers, patients, industry members, entrepreneurs, job seekers, and local leaders to attend educational presentations and view exhibits showcasing products and services from licensed producers, dispensaries, cannabis, paraphernalia retailers, retailers, nutrient and soil companies, hydroponic manufacturers, medical clinics, and health and wellness providers. And that's June 22nd through the 23rd in uh, Saskatchewan. Where, uh, Silver Sister out there. Howdy, howdy, and where is that? Are you near it? Are you anywhere near Saskatchewan? Does that sound like it is in the middle of freaking nowhere? <laughs> okay. Cannabis business in Latin America. Not even close. Take a little run. Just take the 90. <laughs> uh, Santiago Courtyard, Santiago, Chile. With a focus on global markets, particularly Latin America, this conference offers a mix of case study presentations, interactive roundtable discussions, Q&A sessions, networking, and hands-on workshops. The program is divided into two tracks. Best practices from production to distribution and regulation and business strategy. These all sound like amazing, amazing events. Oh, this is huge ad for the Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. They paid a lot. They got their whole, they got their own whole page. So let's just read it for them, right? July 22nd to the 24th, uh, San Jose, California. Maybe we'll have to go. Maybe Tumbleweed will have to go on the road to San Jose. Um, they have five of the, let's see. It says it's the most influential award-winning cannabis trade show in the United States. Licensing and regulation and compliance. They have five tracks, master the business of cannabis from key players within the cannabis space, cultivation, 
business services, advocacy and, com uh, and community, processing, dis distribution, and retail. There are going to be over 150 speakers and thought leaders. Learn to overcome the latest obstacles affecting cannabis business owners from coast to coast. I love it. You, too, can be a thought leader. <laughs> there are going to be 10,000-plus cannabis industry leaders. Experience unparalleled networking opportunities featuring the best and brightest in the cannabis industry. There will be over 400 companies on the expo floor. Gain a competitive edge, shop, con uh, contract, and scope industry-leading businesses. Advocacy, education, and community. All right. Well, that sounds like a really good time. Because here, starts and numbers. That uh, Canada leads the way on global cannabis legalization, a cannabis intelligence briefing series report. <laughs> a sampling of key report uh, insights. June 2013, Justin Trudeau publicly endorses legalizing adult cannabis. 2015, uh, Justin Trudeau becomes prime minister. 2017, Bill C-45, the Cannabis Act, is introduced in the parliament. Uh, late 17, early 18, uh, provinces draft and approve adult use regulations. June of 2018, final vote on Bill C-45. And October Bill C of 2018, Bill C-45 took effect and adult use sales began to clean in. Canadians, eh? Oh, October 2019, edibles concentrates to become legal on or before this date. Concentrates and edibles. Okay, so it's it's that's the that's the whole thing with the court case that we just had. You know, our um, initiative very clearly stated that the plant and any part thereof, uh, you know, any preparation of it was was a legal thing to have. So you know, if you've got if you're making brownies or if you're making capsules or if you're making um, brick Simpson oil. Uh, which you can find a video on how to do that on Tumbleweeds Health Center. Ta -ta! Check out our video section. There are a lot of really great videos up there. I put all the Sanjay Gupta uh, videos up there, Weed 1, 2, and 3. There are a couple funny videos up there because everybody needs a funny break once in a while. And um, there's a great video on how to make a full cannabis extract. It's super, super easy. Uh, and it's super safe, which... If you have ever seen Rick Simpson, the older Rick Simpson videos, um, he it was very dangerous. <laughs> you really shouldn't. That's why houses blow up. People shouldn't do that stuff. Okay. Um, let's see. Legal cannabis spending in Canada is set to grow at a compound annual rate, CAGR, of 44.4% from 569 million in 2018 to nearly 5.2 billion. By 2024. Holy cow. 44.4%. <laughs> On October 17, 2018, the Canadian legal cannabis market grew from 359,292 medical patients to roughly 29 million adults, each of whom became a prospective cannabis user. What? 
In addition to physical retail, can, uh, Canada allowed online sales of adult use cannabis through various private and government-run websites, providing access to customers across rural Canada. That's awesome. There you go. Have that stuff. Just get it online. Get it delivered. Uh, government agencies manage wholesale and online distribution, and some retail stores in some provinces. Other provinces allow privately owned stores. Most importantly, Ontario is the nation's largest province. Uh, 2018, Alberta gener uh, generated nearly 38% of total cannabis sales in Canada. Wow. Well, that's where all the dispensaries are. We read that. Despite the fact it has slightly less than 12% of the nation's total population. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you got online sales, so it's probably crazy. <laughs> so if you're in the middle of nowhere, you need to read. All right. Thank you, MG Magazine. So get on down to, I went to Sprouts at Speedway and Swan. That's where I got my medical marijuana movement magazine. Um, I, I love that they're, everybody's on the bandwagon here. They're, they're all putting it out. Fantastic. All right. I wonder when it's just going to be legal everywhere. And, you, you know, it's just... It's going to be huge. I, I, you know, we said, you know, eight years ago, um, it would probably be 10 to 20 years. So I still say that, <laughs> even now. We <laughs> you say Silver Sister? <laughs> I know 10 to 20 years before it's completely legal. All over the planet would be nice. It'd probably be about 20, 25 years, don't you think? Something like that. Your body on marijuana. Here's a little, here's a little, it, information for you. Cannabis has a powerful impact on our system. These are some of the positive and negative effects according to science by, by Alexandra Sifferlin. Okay, what, where science? What science? Where did you get this? All right, we're going to read it. Okay, head. Marijuana releases cannabinoids that latch onto receptors in the brain, which can cause feelings of relaxation and pain relief. Oh, supposed <laughs> to that. But THC and marijuana can increase the feel-good chemical dopamine in the brain. It may also change the way you process information. Okay. Lungs. The smoke inhaled from marijuana can contain toxins like tar, though research linking pot to lung disease has not been conclusive. That is true. The eyes. THC and marijuana can lower blood pressure, which can expand blood vessels and make the eyes appear bloodshot. Okay. Uh, nervous system. Marijuana also affects the central nervous system, which is why scientists think it helps with pain and controlling spasms and seizures. The heart. For some people, compounds of marijuana may increase heart rate, which is why you have to be careful. Um, stomach. Although marijuana can make some people feel nauseous, for others it can do the opposite and ease stomach symptoms. Um, Crohn's. Is a big one. Nausea. Um, yeah, the whole stomach area. That's why juicing it is a really, really, really good option uh, if you can. And I hear this all the time, and it's so sad. Um, but dispensaries don't sell uh, fresh leaf. They don't, they, you know, they want to use it, which is, you know, rightly so. Um, <clears throat> but there are patients out there who would rather not, you know, do anything with it but juice it. And if you find somebody that grows it, 
um, you absolutely should beg for some leaves. You <laughs> uh, get a whole lot of energy, and it it does so much more for you than than smoking or you know changing the uh, molecular structure by heating it up. It can do so many different things. So you should check it out. You should also check out Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. Come down and get some of our wonderful new uh, Tumbleweeds products. And you can also find a coupon at the Fries at Grant and Swan here in Tucson. I think that's the only place that you'll be able to get it. But it's a $5 off your $25 purchase, so that's, you save 20% right there. So that's fantastic. Go get yourself a coupon. Tell your neighbors. Go get a coupon. Uh, and come on down. Do a little shopping. It's good for pets. Um, you will find that during the monsoons, which are coming up, apparently, supposedly. I know we've had a really, really weird summer, but thank you. Because the sun dogs are not killing us this year. It's been really mild so far. Because we've had like one really bad, like really bad, and it's like 105. For us, that's, you know, I mean, it's gotten worse. But anyway, come on down and get some for your pets. Fourth of July is coming. A lot of animals get super freaked out. Keep your animals inside if you can, because the Humane Society gets so overrun with the, and, and animal control with animals that get out. Um, and you really, really, really could use some CBD to help calm them down. And it's safe to give them as much as they need to calm down. So if they need 5, 10, 20 milligrams, you know, give them some cookies. We've got some great dog cookies um, and little dog chews. If you if your little little dog has no teeth anymore or something, <laughs> you can put the drops that we have right on their dog food or on, their, on just their regular treats. And we have treats for cats too. Um, I'm sure it would work. I'm sure it works for most any animal. But we've got some storms coming up, and Fourth of July coming up, and just life happens, and your animals need cannabis too. That's right. So come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, and get your card. You can book an appointment right online. We're open seven days a week now. I can't believe this is the first time doing the whole thing I'm saying this. We're open seven days a week. That is so awesome. Last break. Yep. Um, we have a doctor on Sundays now. For everyone out there that has everything else to do, and Sundays are the only day they can do anything, get on down to some of the health center because we got you covered. <laughs> and we'll get you certified. Ooh, there it is. Once again, it's time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure we're going to have um, the initiative authors on air with us. It'd be awesome. Let's get to chat and find out what's going on, how they're doing, how many signatures they have, and um, we'll get going. So thanks again for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday. Go get your weed magazine somewhere. They're all over the place. It's fantastic. Time <laughs> magazine just came out Come on down to some of these health centers, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. You can read all your these magazines down Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. We love marijuana. And uh, smoke a good bowl today. Eat some gummies, have some tinctures, do what you need to do. But get your vitamin cannabis, your vitamin C, your vitamin M. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Have an awesome Wednesday, Wednesday, folks.
you too, Silver Sister. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.